Yes, Honest Actors is back with brand new episodes every Friday. To help me continue releasing new episodes without a sponsor, or to say thanks for your favourite old ones, click the support link in the episode description. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. It's a one-off, feeling generous, good deed for the day sort of thing. Think of it as bumping into me and buying me a drink. To find out more, click the support link. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Uh, yeah, mine's a large red. I hate those guys. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My name is Adrian Lester. I'm Joanna Scanlon. Terry Minot. Bronna Taggart. John Joe O'Neill. Sarah Ball. Tom Riley. Kate Fleetwood. John Heffernan. And I'm Jonathan Harden. And very, very soon, you'll be listening to a brand new series of the Honest Actors podcast. So, series three, 13 brand new episodes will be with you this side of Christmas 2018. Keep an ear out. I can guarantee that the people you've just heard speak will be part of that series. No surprises there. There will also be a few more surprises that I can't yet talk about. So keep an ear out. It's coming your way very, very soon. In the meantime, though, I've been keeping busy. It's TUC Young Workers Month this November, and every November, actually. And as part of that, I've gone back and spoken to the emerging actors and also recorded a special live podcast for Equity. You may remember that two years ago, I had a roundtable discussion in the spotlight with seven emerging actors. That video went online on YouTube. It's still there. If you haven't already seen it, just search for Emerging Actors Roundtable, and it should be results number one and two. Anyway, I went back, met up with all the guys two years later. So all I wanted to find out was what had happened in those intervening 24 months. How had their careers gone in terms of what their expectations had been? And also what they'd learned along the way, if they had any wisdom to pass on to people who might be in a similar situation or even slightly further back in terms of their career. So have a listen. I find it absolutely fascinating. I hope you will too. The live podcast we recorded last week at the New Diorama Theatre, it was hosted by Lorna Wallace-Taylor and features uh, Emily Barrington and Sean Biggerstaff. It's well worth a listen as well. For now though, Here's another emerging actor. My name is Louise Waller, and you are listening to the Honest Actors Podcast. So. Hi. 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 I wondered if we could start, for the sake of the listeners, if you could remind us where you were uh, with your career, with acting generally, whenever we met two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. I was but a wee boy then. Um, So, two years ago. It was... I just moved to London two years ago. So I moved June 2016. And I had been in the city like two months, three months, not very long. And I was working in London Bridge as a host in a restaurant. Um, And that was about it, that and doing my degree. You were working full time in a restaurant. Yeah. You were doing a degree in classics. Uh Uh-huh, classical civilization. And you were... You just finished a short 
training course and we're doing ongoing kind of, you're being mentored yes. as well. And you were chasing people to get paid for a film that you'd oh done. God. Did you get paid? Yes, I did. Good, good. I'm yes, glad I did. Um, so that's where you were. I'll do your job for you, shall I? Yeah, that'd be great. Maybe these. Maybe I'm going to end up doing these recaps, actually, because yeah. you guys are f***ing useless. Oh, sorry, it's two years, it's a long time. Um, tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was but a boy. Uh, so one of the things um, that you'd said uh, was that whenever we chatted one on one before we went in mm. to the round table that had no table of any. Yeah, it didn't have a table. It's just sofas. Yeah. Was it a tiny table? I don't think this is why we're here to. It's not about the table, It's not about guys. the tables. Let it go. Uh, do you still feel like you're in nursery? You said at that point. You, no. I, feel, I still feel like I'm in nursery. I did say that. Mm. Oh. What, what do you baby. feel like now? Where are you now? Are you middle, kind of high school? Are you. you oh, know, no. Like. Uh, Year one, year two. Year two. Year two, yeah, about seven years old now. Right, okay. Um, yeah, I've come a long way in two years. I think if my memory, um, wow, I just forgot to speak. If I remember rightly, I said in two years' time, in the first interview, that I wanted to have an agent. Yep, I was going to ask that. Right? that. Yep. Do you have an agent? I do. Okay. You um, wanted new headshots? I've had two. Two shoots since then. Well, the first one wasn't obviously that successful. <laughs> Say no more. No, I just... Um... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, you, so you've got an agent. How did that happen? Uh, I, so with the, the course that I was uh, mentoring, training with that I mentioned before, they do a showcase every year. And I did that last summer. And from that, I got signed. Okay. Easy peasy. You tell it like it was. Say. I'm guessing it wasn't. It was not. Um, so the, it was a very intense 10 weeks of um, realising what you're good at and what you're much better at and what suits you in terms of work. And it was really great in, in terms of you could look at what kind of work you want to do, what kind of stuff you could be seen for and what's suitable for you as a person. That's great. So we do this showcase and we have a big knees up afterwards get very drunk and then you're just waiting for your laptop to ping like you want to see the little the little like the little notification from someone anyone uh and day one goes past you're like why has nobody signed me yet what's going on day two nothing and then i think we all decided as a collective group to just email everyone that came anyone that said they wanted to come even if they didn't come just say thank you for coming if you're interested you know Thank you for coming. Um, it'd be great to come in and meet with you. Did that. And then I think it was about a month after I did the showcase, um, I had three meetings. But that month was, it's like I completely lost my head. I was in a really bad place. Um, yeah, I just, I just lost my mind. Because I think even now, like, you think there's this golden ticket to, to what you want to achieve. And it's still so much harder. Everyone can, everyone can sit you down and say, do you know how hard this is going to be? And you're like, yeah, of course I do. And then it happens. And the black dog visits, as they say, I think. And you completely lose your mind. And you just wonder what the hell you're doing. And you go back to the day job. And everything's the same. It's like when after New Year's Day. And you're like, I'm going to be this new person. It's going to be brilliant. And then everything's the same. It was like, yeah, it was that. It was just like after New Year's Day. You know, when everyone's got that little bit 
chubbier, the waist the waistband is really tight, but everything else is the same and you just don't quite, you're not quite where you thought you were going to be. Yeah, so I happens. think it's fair to say, we've talked a lot, I've talked a lot with the other guys that have been in yeah. about where people were in relation to the room the last time. Mm. And yeah. um, I don't know if you've watched it, I watched it again uh, on the way here today and you were fiercely positive. Like, I mean, you were like, I'm going to go and get this industry and I'm going to take it by the throat and I can do anything. And it was glorious. Thank you. <laughs> um, there were other people who were less optimistic or yeah. people in the room who, by their own admissions, were struggling to find their place within the discussion because they felt like they weren't as positive as other people. Okay. But you were purely positive. Right? Yeah. You, you, there was nothing people presented that you felt like you couldn't do. I um, agree with that though, still. Got to ask. Yeah. Do you, have you had the two years you would have hoped to have at that point? Or has your optimism and perhaps even your resolve it's been really challenged at points? I'd say my optimism has been challenged at points, of course, because I'm at the end of the day, I'm a person. So you feel <laughs> you have to sort of look at things professionally and personally. So I think, you know, sometimes something stings that little bit more than you sort of thought you would, but then you learn so much about that. So have I had the two years that I thought that I thought I would have or that I would want to have uh, two years ago? That, okay, so by that admission then, there is a, there is a what Louise presents as being possible and what Louise deeply within feels is realistic, right? Okay, yeah. So, so let's first of all deal with the realistic of, okay. what, of what you would have expected. Have you achieved what you would have expected? Looking back now, yes. I think two years ago, I was, I was new to the city. Everything was still so exciting. Because I just moved to London, so everything, you know, it's this, you know, it's the shining beacon of opportunity. It still is. It yep. still is. But um, the tube is less exciting to get now. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm trying to think how to answer this in a way that does myself justice. So um, I still think I can take this industry by the throat. It's just going to be a different way. You're going to um, have to approach it from behind. There's some old, old school chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. Yeah. Chloroform. chlorophyll. Chlorophyll will do nothing. That's, chlorophyll will make them go green. That's plants. Yeah. Not murderers. But that's going to be edited uh, out, so I won't sound like an uh, idiot. So that's that's uh, the benefit of me being the editor, <laughs> honey. Um, um, I mean, so have you had the two years you would have hoped for? Looking back now, yes. Um, I've worked on some great stuff the last two years. I think if you ask me now, two years ago, what kind of work would I want to do, I would not have answered the work that I've done. Okay. That makes sense. Then you probably didn't know the full range of the industry at that point, is it? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think that I was, two years ago, I just I think I just wanted to say that I was an actor, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So 
to be, to be able to confidently say this. Yeah, and I think, I think that I'm guilty of not taking myself too seriously um, because every now and then I still say, like people ask what you do, and you say, oh, I'm an actor. And I work in a restaurant, like I still, I still do that. Um, and I think it takes a lot of courage to say I'm an actor, full stop, that's it. Um, and I haven't, and even up until like recently, still wasn't able to do that. It's, but I'm still a baby, I'm 24, it's very young, in the great scale of things. I don't know anything, really. Um, so I'm not quite as bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as I was two years ago. But I know myself that little bit better to know what kind of work I want to do and where I could be. And also that it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I understand that so much more now than two years ago. That seems very obvious, doesn't it? No, not at all. You don't so, think? I mean, I, I, sometimes I still forget that. Yeah, it's hard. Because I, I, I want to be where I want to be now. Yes, it's all about just being not even patient. It's just understanding where you are and how you will. It's it's where you are and how, how that will help you get to where you think you want to be. I think. What's what stopped you sprinting to where you want to be? What's held you back? What have been the hurdles? Back. Money, <laughs> I think. Um, so how does money hold you back as an actor? I just, well, I think I see, I know a, a number of actors who um, don't, didn't, or don't, or didn't have to um, have a day job, um, or their parents were helping them in some way. And I don't judge those people, I'm just very jealous in a way. Um, so that so it's sometimes it's that level of flexibility sometimes I suppose but also it's um, what's holding me back. Nothing's holding me back. It's just I'm. I need to tick off so many things on the checklist. I think like I, I've got so many things that I want to do. Um, and there's so many things to do as well. I don't I don't think that I as a person would flourish in an environment where I went from naught to 60 very quickly. So do I want to be sprinting? No, I don't want to be, because I think that that wouldn't, well, wouldn't be good for me or the people around me in any way, because I think that it would create a lot of anxiety and I would doubt myself so much. I want to build up this work. I want to build up to being in a, at a certain level. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to skip any steps. Yes, that is it. Who said that? Denise Goff. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, I knew that rang a bell, that's so funny. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to skip any steps because I don't think that would... That's not what I want to do. I want to try lots of different things and... Is, is drama school still not for you? It, mm. You'd said at the time that drama school was just not for you. Do you ever think, oh, if I could move things on quicker if I, if I trained not at, once. A, at a... Not as Paul once. called them, a top-line drama school? Not once. It doesn't interest me at all. Um, I also don't feel like I need to go. Um, do I need to continue to train and, you know, yes, of course. Of course, I'm, yeah. But I wouldn't flourish in a three-year quite intense environment. I know I wouldn't. I'd get bored or um, jealous, which still happens all the time anyway, of course. But, you know, it, it would... It's, it just wouldn't, I wouldn't work well in that environment. I like to continue to do so many different things. I just, I 
yeah, I just don't think it's for me. I might change my mind in two years' time when we do another one of these. I might, I might be there, but right now I just don't think it would be the right thing for me to do. Okay. Um, whenever we chatted two years ago, it seems like such... I know. It doesn't seem like two years is what I mean to say. Two years. When I say, every time I say two years, I think, holy yeah. Christ. Long time. Yeah, it is a long time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you said that you expected to make between naught and £3,000 in your first year. And that was something out of the seven of you that was only shared by uh, other untrained actors. Oh, really? So all the people who were in training at that point expected to make between six and nine as a minimum. One person expected to make 29 grand or, <laughs> or more. Sorry to be right. to laugh at that. No, but, but Sorry. the thing is, people aspirational, right? It might not... Yeah, how, yeah, The yeah. question is, how much do they believe that and how much do they just they put it down because they might be, you ask the universe and yeah. all that stuff, right? Um, so you put down naught to £2,999. Yeah. Whenever you apply to be part of this, um, I'm not asking you to give me a figure. Um, I'm just asking, were you in the right ballpark? Yeah, 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 for sure. Would you, in the next two years, be hoping to make more than that? Well, hope's a beautiful thing, so yeah, of course. Um, Would you expect to make more than that? From acting alone? No, I wouldn't. Um, and I don't mind that because I really like my day job and I love the people that I work with because they're not actors. They're just people that just come in and do their job and they go home and it's so unbelievably refreshing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having a day job. Actually, something blew up on Twitter today with... The guy from... Jeffrey. Yeah. The guy from The Cosby Show. Yep, the husband yeah. of the eldest sister. Yes. Got pictured in dirty workwear and, and some, some, some publication or other was going mad at the fact that he had a real job. Yeah, they've, it's gone, it, it's blown completely out of proportion. And I've seen a lot of people talking about, there's no shame in having a day job. And it's absolutely right, because, because that's part of it. It's part and parcel with the industry. So is it a part is it a part-time job for most people, do you think, realistically? Well acting. Yeah. At my age, I'm, yes, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean I I don't expect to I don't expect too much, I think, at the moment, because I I'm still very I've been in the industry for two years. It's not a very long time. Um, and it's it's so out of your control to some ex to some extent, you know. I know people say like, well, you know, networking and you know, it's who you know, not what you know, and all this stuff. And yeah, it's it's true. Yeah, of course it is to some extent. But um, there's lots of girls that look like me in when when the casting director gets all these photos and they look at everyone. There's lots of girls with short brown hair and green eyes and look like chipmunks. Um, I know that, but um, that doesn't bother me because I sort of trust where I am. I, d I don't know if I, s I believe that the, you know, 
the universe is, you know, having some, you know, taking me on this journey. I don't know if I quite believe that, but I do believe it's everything happens for a reason. And there's always something to learn from whatever experience you just have. I just did Edinburgh for the month. I'd never been to Edinburgh before at all. So to then have this baptism, baptism by fire of this every day with one day off for a month, what did I learn? That you can't go out getting drunk every night and expect your body to not fail you halfway through a show. Um, I needed to have that month to realise that, which sounds silly, but it's, you know, it's, you kind of, uh, there's always something to learn. Have you been back to your day job since coming back from Edinburgh? I go back next week. Is that going to be tough? I visited them on Friday. Um, and uh, I'm moving from one branch to another branch. Is that going to be tough? Yes and no. Um, I'm sure by the end of the first week, I will want to um, cry for one reason or another. Um, but I'm very lucky. I work with great people. Like I said, they're like, it's so refreshing to not be around actors sometimes. I think when I look at my friendship group here in London, 99% um, of them are actors or at least working in this creative industry. That's very suffocating as a, on a personal level sometimes when everyone's talking about, I want to be seen for this or they're doing this. And um, so actually I think it keeps you very grounded to have to go to your day job and one of the things you wrote in your application was uh, balancing waiting on tables and serving people coffee with fighting for auditions and attempting to preserve your artistic integrity is, I find, a near impossible task at times. Do you still feel like that reflects your day-to-day -day experience, that sometimes the fact that acting can't be full-time, the fact that you have to pay your bills through doing other things, and the fact that you have to spend what I guess is a large amount of time chasing work, uh, and not getting paid for chasing work, but only getting paid if you do get some. Do you, you, do you find that stress sometimes takes its toll? Yes and no, actually. You're um, a great yes and no. Sorry, sorry. You're a great yes and thank no. Thank you so much. I'm being diplomatic. Um, I noticed. Thank you. Um, I'm just very conscious of coming across as a female no. David Brent, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying you're to doing, be... You're doing pretty good so thank far. Thank you, thank you. are doing pretty good so um, far. Oh, you mean you don't want to come across as a female David Brent? It's very hurtful, Jonathan. Sorry, um, sorry. It's very hurtful. Sorry. <clears throat> should, we, should, we, should we start recording? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> um, what was the question again? I've um, completely forgot. Has the stress of that balance, of finding that balance, sometimes taken its toll? Early on, yes. So what's changed? What have you got better at doing? How have you learned how to cope with it? Time management. Um, has always been a big problem. Or TM, as people who are really good at it call it, because time management because it takes, takes too so long. Much more time. I just thought of that. I'm going to write that in a T-shirt yeah. and sell exactly wow. no, no... I'll buy one. Okay, so one. There you go, so that's one. Um, um, time management. Yeah, and also um, giving yourself a bit of a break from everything. You have to give yourself space and time. Like, you can't... Burn the candle at both ends, you can't go at 100 miles an hour all the time. And I think that's what I was struggling with, actually, is feeling that I had to be doing something all the time, otherwise I'm not going to be successful, if you like. Um, yeah, time management's very... Or TM. I've gotten so much better at it. So In this past 
minute, 30 yeah, improvements. Yeah, there you go. See Literally milliseconds saved, shaved off. Yeah. What are you yes. going to do with Learn that something at the end of the day. week? Exactly. Yeah. Every day is a school day. Um, what have been the big lessons then? If that's been one lesson, TAM's been management. one. What is the other, what are the other big lessons of the past two years? The things that you learned never to do again and the things that you now kind of ascribe to, the kind of, the behaviours that you try to repeat. Okay. Yeah, I've got, I have got so much. So be kind and respectful to everyone. This isn't, I'd like to think that I have been but I've seen other people not be. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, it's just shit. Don't, sorry, am I allowed to swear? Yeah, of course, sure. Okay. In case my mum's listening, I won't swear anymore. Fuck her. <gasps> yeah, fine. Um, yes, so I, be kind and respectful to everybody. Thank everyone. Say hello to everyone. Learn people's names. There's nothing that, I was raised right, I'd like to think, so I'd do that anyway. I'd like to think most of the time. That's, but, that's one for the mum. Yeah. It's getting back in the good That's books. Right, Mum. Yeah. I'm coming home. Um, yeah, be kind and respectful to everybody. Everybody's there to do a job. Mm -hmm. They're not there for you. And like I said, like, I'd like to think that I'm like that anyway. But I notice when people aren't very quickly. Um, and that's just, that's just silly. Even when people order a coffee... It's like when people are rude to waiters, isn't it? It's, it just makes no sense. Well, then you learn me. who your friends are and then yeah. you, you unfriend in real life those people that yeah. act like dicks to waiters and waitresses. That's just a given, isn't it? Yeah, well, yes, I'd like to hope so. But... It's like whenever one of your cousins is racist on Facebook and you think, this is, these are my family. Yes, I'm talking about you. We're just... <laughs> oh, no, we're just no. going to follow that, that post. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like, the, so, so, yeah, I get, I get that. That's, yeah. That makes sense to me. That's probably as, my golden rule is just... Be, be kind and grateful and open to people. You, you never know who you're going to meet or what they're going to say or what they're going to offer you. Not just in terms of work, just as a person. Like I think that's so important. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. So what have been the struggles then? What are the things that you still can't quite make sense of, the things that annoy you, your bugbears, and the obstacles which you still kind of dread? Obstacles I still dread. Um, I think what, what earlier this year I was really, really struggling with just not getting anything from my agent and it was such a shock because I think... You thought, I've got an agent. Yeah, oh, it's, you know, it's plain sailing from here and it was not. Um, of course it wasn't because I just signed. I was pretty green. My last headshots weren't the best representation of me. Um, <laughs> but these new ones, shit hot, Jonathan, I swear. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's still hard. Every now and then when you when you haven't heard from your agent in three days. Um, but also that, that's so down to me because it's, I think, I personally think you have a bit of a duty to contact your agent as much as they contact you. Yeah. So I, the, the show that I just did in Edinburgh, I got myself. It wasn't through my agent at all. Um, and I... I said to her, you know, I want to do this show. We, we were touring it on and off um, around Europe and the UK throughout the year before we went to Edinburgh. Um, and I said, like, I really want to do this. How do you feel about it? And she was so supportive because I'm very lucky. She's great in terms of supporting, I guess, passion projects as well and us as people, as artists, rather than just as actors, I suppose. Mm -hmm. 
so just I think also just the realization that it is it is so much down to you. I know I said that last time, but you you said I am accountable for everything, which I loved. It's true. I am accountable for everything because I am I, I am the business. It's show business, isn't it? I suppose. So you are you are the business. I don't know if I like that. Okay, so but... on the subject of that, it's quite interesting. <clears throat> um, you were. Uh, vociferously supporting the idea of getting in touch with people on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Do you still do that? Does yeah, it, all the does time. it still make a difference? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I've just come back from the fringe where it's it's paramount to to everything really. Just because it's so reliant on word of mouth, the fringe. I keep talking about the fringe. I, yeah, I were, you, were you in Edinburgh by any chance? <laughs> what, me? Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I've already started working on my next project for next year. Um, that's true, actually. That wasn't a joke. I have. Um, <laughs> um, Does, is there a Twitter account associated with this project yet? Not yet. We have well, then I don't want to know about it. Okay, right. Sorry If it's not that. on social media, it doesn't As of exist. tomorrow night, it'll... All right, I'll well, go that's... home tonight. Well, yeah, I would suggest um, that's a good idea. What was your question? <laughs> my question <laughs> is... What is the meaning of life? No, my question is, what's the capital of Peru? Lima, too slow. Is it? If you're going to start begging for questions, expect some of them yeah, to be I'm difficult. So, I'm the so lesson, sorry. Right? Just give let me, me another one. Let me look at my notes. Give me another one. And give the impression of the fact that this is somehow uh, an organic conversation <laughs> and that I'm not sitting with pages in front of me that I wrote notes Oh, yeah, on. sorry. I've completely okay. ruined the illusion. Sorry. We're in Jonathan's front room right now. His, his dog is... Reclining. Yeah. We don't need to go that far with the fallacy. Okay, I think, sorry, I think, yes. I think I'm going to tell people that we're in Theatre Delicatessen. That's part of the deal, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, it's sorry, yeah, that was part of it. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, <coughs> uh, I feel Excuse like me. I've been sidetracked. Sorry. Uh, last time, one of the other big discussions that you were... Well, actually, there was a grip, the sense of positivity in the room, and one person didn't speak, and I've had the conversation with that person since. Oh. But it's interesting. Ooh. Was, are there too many actors? And you said, everybody's welcome. Do you still feel like that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me put it another way. Is oh there no. too little work? Is there too little work? If you're chasing after other people to give you a job, yeah, for sure. Um, I also said last time that I wanted to write my own stuff. It's written down here, good. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've started to do that. Um, I'm not a very passive person, as you is, can tell. And that's related, sorry, that is related to the, the not, there's not enough work. So yeah. I guess what you're about to say is, or what the link is, is... I'm writing it for myself. You're making your own work. Yeah, and I think you should do that. Um, is there, are there too many actors? No. Is there not enough work? If you're waiting, yeah, like I said, if you're waiting for other people to make your work, yes. I think... I think what's important now is that we support each other so that people feel like they can make their own work, so they can they can make space for themselves. So we can there is space for everyone in this industry, and I do firmly believe that. It's now about supporting each other so so we all feel like we can do that. Because not everyone is going not everyone works the same way that I do, I suppose. I want to make my work. I want to do that. I want to, because... On the subject of supporting Sorry. each other, it's an interesting one. Um, one of the questions that came up when I asked people online to suggest questions was have uh, the big campaigns and movements like 
equal representation for actresses and Me Too and all of those big things. Have they made a difference to you in how you view the industry or where the industry's at? As a young woman in the industry, yes. do you feel like those are changing things? Can you sense, have you sensed even in the, in the kind of six months or so since, certainly since the Me Too thing really kicked off, can you sense a, different, a difference in the industry? Yes, in the uh, in the how I've seen women behave. I think when we're not <laughs> we're um. Well, I per I personally am very, of course, I'm supportive of it. I don't think I even need to say that, but no. Nope. Um, what am I trying? Although to it say? is always interesting watching actors crash and burn. Whenever they decide to kind of, I'm trying to think how what whenever I they say. whenever they problematize it slightly by saying, "I'm all for it," but yeah, no, at that I point you say, that. "Stop talking, stop talking, don't yeah. say but, don't say but, just yeah, say you're no, off." I'm there off is for, no but here. I'm, I'm just trying to think what I want to say. No, I'm not talking about you specifically. I'm yeah, just no, saying, I'm just I'm just covering just, my own ass. I um, love those conversations on Twitter. Yeah, they, I totally the kind, support it. However, they're the kind of people that don't say thank you to tech and um, don't learn anyone's name. So this is the through line. This is the through line. Exactly. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Um, Self-awareness is a virtue. Yes, it's so important. What am I trying to say? Have I seen a difference in the industry of how mm. for women? I mean, it's, qu it's fairly yes, quick to see that. Of. Um, Just uh, interested at, at what they call in, in, you know, football grassroots level. Yes. Right? At grassroots level, I guess these things can either become academic because they don't affect people like you and I, or they can have a real impact. And I, I get the sense that certainly on telly now, um, you can get there to a bodyguard, for example. Yeah, fantastic, I haven't seen it yet. Fantastic, because as somebody who complained on Twitter said, why are all the other characters women? Yeah. Wow. And you think class, and God you can see you. that, and you yeah. can see that that is a conscious decision, and it's a decision that encourages people across the industry, yeah. both male and female, and certainly at all all stages. Yeah. I'm just wondering, can you sense in the short time you've been in the industry um, a shift, a sh any kind of a shift? Yeah. Um, we've still got a long way to go, a long way to go. I think actually, at the level that I would, so the the show that I just did was four boys and me. So I'm still very much outnumbered, but there was a self-awareness from them that it was for four men, one woman. That's, that's already so much more than this time last year or two years ago. Yep. Two years ago, nobody would have really, well, maybe a handful of people would have clocked that, but they wouldn't have said anything. But the self-awareness from those other actors and making sure that I didn't feel like I was being sidelined because I was a woman or anything like that. Um, that's so important. And I really noticed it this year. Um, that's really interesting. Actually, I didn't really clock that. It's a really subtle difference, but it's a significant one. But that's already leaps and bounds. We've got, like I said, we've got a long way to go. I still... Self-awareness is a virtue, it seems. There's a theme here with this yes. discussion, Louise. Yes, well, yes, just... Um, yeah. Have you considered giving up at any point in the past two years, momentarily? No. Have you uh, 
if I was to ask a sense of how likely it is that you'll be doing this in two years, if you and I were to meet 24 months from now, uh, on not percent, 100% scale, how likely is it, as you nod away at me before I finish asking the question, how likely is it you'll still be acting? 100%. And what about 10 years? 100%, yeah. Um, if we were to meet in two years' time and have this chat, and uh, bearing in mind that the things you aspired to achieve in two years, last time we spoke, were to have an agent, to be writing more, to be working more consistently, mm -hmm. to have new headshots. You have, you have. <gasps> She's done it. Aced it. <laughs> what would you, what would be the list of things that you would be hoping to have achieved in the next two years? Oh, you bugger. Um, okay, so working more consistently. Yep. That's a given, isn't it? Everyone says that. But um, I didn't want to shoot down your first one, but yeah, it's kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, but you know, all right, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, to have a healthier relationship with the industry, because I think that's always that's okay. In I'm, I'm much better than I was when I started. The first year here was really difficult, if I'm honest. Um, and just just give yourself more of a break, I guess. That's that's more advice rather than like a a checklist tick, I guess. First year was really difficult. I'm going to sidestep here because I think that's too interesting, too interesting an avenue not to go down. Okay. Um, what was the, what were the difficulties about that first year? Why, why, why did you just say the first year was very difficult? Because you think you're so much further ahead than you are at all times, I think. Oh, excuse me. Um, the first year was difficult because I just moved to London and you expect you expect that you move and it's going to be this fast track and everything's going to happen so quickly and you know um, and the reality is it's you know you're working long hours um, you can't afford heating um, <laughs> all your friends are here but everyone's so busy you never see anyone it's that that's difficult so I guess that's more of a, a human personal level but that's more important than the industry. What's what's more important than than the industry? My family, my friends, my mental health, my cats, like you know, everything like that. It's just it's it's having a healthier relationship with the industry and seeing that you are not you are not the industry. Like you are a person. My my friend gave me this analogy where like if you were a dentist and you came home and all you thought about or talked about was being a dentist or dentistry and how boring would your life be, you know? And I just think it's, oh my goodness. Um, There's somebody really acting next door, like he, the acting is hanging out of him. I think, I think his actor is showing. It is, it's, Sorry. the wall moved then, you didn't see yeah, that, the I wall mean, moved. I mean, that guy's accessed his big voice. Yeah. And he now thinks that that is his acting voice. I don't know if, if you're listening to this guy next I don't door. I can hear him. You, you're we in, can't you're not in, hear him. You're in a room which seats 20 people. You could probably <laughs> reduce that volume by 50% and get exactly the same just effect. A it's just a thought from some yeah. another actor. Who am I? But just a thought. That's, Sorry, you were no, saying. No, no, that's fine. I think that's an important lesson to yeah, get no, it's really out important. there. Self awareness. That, that guy is, I mean, screaming, right? He, yeah, he's, he's having And he's so, had people, had so people are laughing, so therefore he's just continued to scream. Yeah, anyway. he's still going. Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, separating personal and your professional life. Because I moved here to be an actor. 
My life is not acting all the time, 24-7. That was difficult, I think, realising that. And have, but that, again, it's like a, that's one of the steps, isn't it, is realising that, I suppose. That seems very, again, very obvious now, and probably to a lot of people listening. But just be kind to yourself and um, ring your family and talk to your friends. Yeah. And that's more important than... than setting yourself lots of goals that you might not achieve in two years. So, uh, getting back to then aspirations for the next two years. Mm. Um, See how I just... Yeah, I, yeah, that was brilliant. That's yeah. like Paxman. It's amazing. Oof. You're not the first to say that. No, I know. Um, um, aspirations for the next two years. Just continue to... to Build an interesting body of work, um, and learn what what you enjoy and what you're good at, and don't um, don't box yourself in to something. Um, try everything. So I'm not going to try everything. That's ridiculous. But what do I want to do? Um, I want to take up a show that I've created, I guess, rather than just written. Um, to Edinburgh next year, we want to try that out so I guess that I'd take my own show to Edinburgh rather than or just take just make my own show completely um, make my own work and actually say like I've done this um, work more consistently obviously but um, it's a tough question it's really hard the other guys have also felt like I've thrown them a curveball with that because it's not a question you expect right um, yeah. The next question Those is, two is less of a curveball, but you know, it's still certainly a swinger. Okay. Um, it's uh, a question I ask of everyone in the podcast. I'm oh, not going to no. make special exceptions for you guys. <clears throat> Are you in anything at the minute? Yes. Do tell. Um, so I'm uh, working on a short with uh, with a friend. Well, a couple of friends actually. Someone's written. Um, so working on a short film, we we have the read through through for that in the next week, I think, next couple of weeks. So we've got that. It's only small things, I suppose. Nothing yep. huge. Yep. Um, From little acorns. Grow big, mighty oaks, or something like that. Grow mighty oaks. Spring forth. Yep. Springs forth. The mightiest of the oak. There you go. From the smallest of the acorns. I just improved <laughs> truism. From the smallest of the acorns. That was really good. But I was... Comes the big... You've just... I'm covering. Yeah, covering. yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's anyway, listen, we neck. could talk nonsense, I think. Uh, All day. For uh, Ireland and England, respectively. Let's not. No, let's not. But <laughs> no. all it really remains for me to say is thanks for coming back in the chat. It has been lovely to catch up. I hope we can do this again in two years or less <laughs> or more. Um, and I am heartened still to see that you have all of that vitality and positivity that you had two years ago. Thank so you. So fair play, keep it up. And Thanks. Thank you. You too. Thanks. And that's it for another Emerging Actors Chat. Six more of those are available this very day on this very same podcast outlet. 
But before I let you go and listen to those, I have some thank yous. Thank you to Jennifer Kay and Louise Waller, the assistant producers on this. Thank you also to Theatre Delhi and 1984 Personal Management in whose spaces I recorded the interviews. Theatre Delhi, you can follow on Twitter at Theatre Delhi. You can also find out more about what they do at theaterdelhi.co.uk. So thanks to both Theatre Delhi and 1984, to Louise and to Jennifer. And don't forget... Series 3 is coming your way very soon. Make sure you're automatically set up to download it. And there's also a live podcast event for TUC Young Workers Month in association with Equity that's also available this very day. The guests on that, Emily Barrington and Sean Biggerstaff, it's well worth a listen. Have a go. Anyway, I'll speak to you soon when Series 3 is out. Take care of yourself. Speak to you soon. 